everyone and welcome to The Aura. So sorry it's been a while, as everything is starting to ease up, my life has definitely become much more hectic. I'm excited to share my next guest of the series. She's called Freya, and she actually has a similar page to Aura, called Autism Siblings Island, which is coincidentally how we got in contact. So I'm going to give Freya a call now and welcome her to The Aura. good I'm good how's your lockdown been <laughs> it's actually been okay like you know I'm keeping busy I have college work and stuff so I've been keeping myself busy how about yourself I mean I've been trying to keep busy but I mean I do you know what I actually quite enjoy lockdown now <laughs> good <laughs> it's not good. really lockdown anymore is it we're allowed to kind of do more stuff but I still feel like it's lockdown um so yeah. college how old are you I'm 20 20 right okay and I guess we've just got to start with I mean your lovely brother tell me about your brother so my youngest brother Dean mm-hmm. um he has autism mm-hmm. and um I suppose being the older sibling I've grown up um seeing him grow up and go through um his diagnosis go through all different kinds of health and services and I've just I've been lucky enough to see him grow into this wonderful young boy. Mm. Um, I absolutely adore him. Like he's just my little my little star. And we're getting to that point where he's starting to hit puberty, and I'm like, don't know, he can't. He's my baby. Like he can't grow <laughs> up at all. How old is um, he? He's eleven. Oh wow! Bless him. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. For little baby. So. Wow. Well, so he's eleven, and in terms of the severity of his autism how mm. kind of obviously because it's such a big spectrum yeah um well he's verbal mm-hmm. so, um uh, he's in a special um special school mm-hmm. um so he'd have like his own sna um a special ed teacher mm-hmm. um he's able we're able to communicate with them um socially though he does lack a little bit in that conversation and stuff um may not be as smooth and it may take him a little while you know to um get into a conversation with you but like he's really come a long way yeah um so yeah it it wouldn't be as severe as some cases maybe Mm -hmm. and so when you say he's come a long way in what way um well we may when he was say about two when he just Mm -hmm. before he got his diagnosis um we figured that he might have had something like autism because say his speech was delayed and his social skills and stuff um and so seeing him like go through school and develop skills and in a level of independence for himself mm. I've seen him come a long way in that regard like um you know even doing simple things like going out and being able to get himself something to eat mm. or being able to pour a drink just the little simple things seeing him being able to do that for himself it's right. so it's such a big a big thing in this in our house like we really do celebrate those moments mm. we do as well I think when you're able to see how much they improve it is just so amazing isn't it when you think about how they were maybe like two years ago like Josh has come on so much I mean he is so sociable now and loves people and he loves texting people on whatsapp and like he um he's just so different to how he was but I mean he was very naughty when he was younger was your brother the same or not so much um I wouldn't say naughty. I feel like mm. it was more so um, like he wouldn't understand, say, like 
danger or like you can't do this you can't do that that kind of things mm. like say traffic and stuff he wouldn't see like the danger of running out in front of a car mm. oh, or so stressful. <laughs> so stressful or like if the cooker if we're cooking dinner like he wouldn't see the danger of like not coming so close to pots and pans you know oh, those are things <gasps> yeah so it was it was kind of he's like you kind of do um find yourself just watching him kind of 24 7 just seeing how he like reacts to things like that because you just yeah. don't know if he's going to see the danger or like why you shouldn't be doing things like that you know that kind of way yeah 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 so he has yeah. he wasn't that naughty when he was younger you know what you're the first person that I've actually spoken to whose sibling wasn't naughty yeah yeah no I wouldn't have said naughty no it was just yeah it was more so he just didn't understand or didn't know did he have any tantrums like was he never um no he would have a lot of meltdowns if there was um a case of where he couldn't go somewhere he couldn't get something or like he didn't understand why we were saying no Mm. he would kind of get upset and kind of get um but like when he got upset he always took it out on himself rather than us oh no so like he'd bite his hand or he'd hit himself in the head like he was very much that's almost worse in a way isn't it because you're yeah, because he always conflicted a lot of the pain on himself. So it was also hard for us to say no, because we saw how much he was hurting himself by saying doing that. Yeah. Yeah. Stop doing that now. Um, he he wouldn't have done. He's not doing it as much. Yeah. Um, like that, he has come a long way in that he has um learned. We don't. We kind of avoid saying no. We'd be like, instead, why don't we do this? Or mm-hmm. yeah, we can do that later. But why don't we do this first? So it does take away from him then um taking it out on himself. So he wouldn't do it as much, but there is still cases where he does go to bite his hand or hit his head, and like even his knees, like the amount of bruises and stuff he'd have on his knees where he hit them and stuff. Yeah, so he would take that on. So frustrating, though. You can imagine growing up and not being able to express yourself properly. I just can't imagine how stressful it would be. Did you find it hard growing up, or with your brother? I mean, because I definitely, for me, for example, I couldn't really have friends around I couldn't really I don't know I just kind of blocked out a lot of like my childhood with Josh um which is not a good thing for sure but I think that I definitely sub like I definitely found it hard but I never actually spoke about it well for me personally what I found growing up was that um you you had a different childhood than say um children who didn't have um siblings with special needs so like you said, like say with friends coming over and stuff, you had a way of doing things that they didn't have. Mm. And like I can understand how that could be frustrating is to see your friends doing things their way and you're not being able to do that. But I think I just sort of grew up having my house one way that I that was just like the norm for me. That became mm-hmm. my norm. Mm. Do you know? Mm. Um and like I felt like I grew up very I kind of grew up to be more mature and understanding and Mm. um less judgmental towards people yes because even you know when you're around people and they might make a little slight comment about somebody you're thinking mm, yeah but what if that person is doing that because there might be something yeah, exactly that we, especially that we can't see exactly you know? yeah I so I say that when a lot yeah. of people who are just quite ignorant in a way really I mean I guess they haven't Growing up with somebody with special needs, but a lot of people I've noticed kind of just judge straight away. If someone just acts a little bit strange, they're suddenly classed as weird or, you know, and it's like, you have no idea what that person's going through. They could have, they could be on the spectrum. You have no idea. And like, just exactly. It's really it would frustrate hard. me. Like, mm-hmm. I 
especially when we're out and about and I like my brother he does walk on his tiptoes and he always has like ear defenders or headphones on and that's just how he does you know that's his way of life and when we go out and we see people kind of looking at him strangely or like you know throwing eyes or making like little comments to one another I'm like I get so frustrated because I'm like he's literally he's not doing anything wrong he's not putting you in any harm he's just taking the world on his way Mm. so it would frustrate me that people would have a problem when he's not causing any harm to the world for doing how he does it you know oh my god I make my blood boil like even you just saying that I'm just like how can people does he how come he walks on his tiptoes um he's always he's always walked on his tiptoes it's I suppose um for him it's a sensory thing because he'd always be bouncing as well on his tiptoes like he jumps on his tiptoes he walks it's more like this the sensory thing he gets out of it because he likes a lot of um say deep pressure Ah. and he likes hugs and whatever way um the weight sits on his feet when he walks on tiptoes he likes that pressure that like to dig his feet in the ground yeah so so that's how he would um when he's out and about he'd get like kind of deep pressure in his legs as while he walking on tiptoes and putting all the weight on his tiptoes that way wow that's so interesting I had no idea because Josh used to love actually to be honest now you say that he used to love jumping up and down like he would love doing that yeah, like Dean, yeah, Dean stims a lot. Like he does a lot of rocking back and forth, a lot of jumping yeah. on his tiptoes. Like he flaps his hands a lot. Like he has a lot of um, sensory needs in that regard. You know, he's constantly moving his body. God, it must um, be that's the thing. It's just a protective instinct, isn't it? When you're, it's like the same thing with Josh. Like if he makes suddenly makes a funny noise and then people suddenly look and it's like, well, just mind your own business. Like you're, yeah, supermarket. Like, do you really care? Like, and also like. It's it's the same way as if someone was walking down the street and they had loads of burns all over their face. Like it's just co- like common courtesy not to stare at someone. Yeah, you know. Like my thing is, yeah, like you think about it. If somebody was in a wheelchair or they had a crutch or like they, their uh, disability was visible, we wouldn't be making comments. We wouldn't be making. We wouldn't be staring at them. We would see them as a normal human being, like a human being like me and you. Mm. Whereas as soon as that disability is invisible and they're showing it in little ways, like little sounds, actions, mm. all of a sudden there's a problem with it. Yeah. And people have to come and people have to judge. And it's so like frustrating because like disabilities are invisible. Why is it in this day and age that that's still so hard for people to grasp? You're so right. It's like if somebody literally had one leg in the supermarket, no one would stare. And no. as if they should anyway, but as in the point is, is that a disability is a disability. It doesn't have to be physical. Yeah. Exactly. No, you're so right. It's suddenly then their class is, you know, not weird, but I mean, people think like, oh, what are they doing? Like, it's because they look like normal. I hate to say the word normal, but they don't appear yeah. to have a disability. Um, yeah, no, I definitely found that. I still find that hard. I mean, I, he's not as kind of, he doesn't cause as much attention to himself as he used to. Um, yeah. But I think that's almost harder, isn't it? When they, you know, Josh, people wouldn't know Josh is autistic unless they actually like spoke to him. Like, cause he started going for walks in the park on his own and it's nice cause he gets the freedom, but equally yeah. we then worry because he, you know, cause he could like, he doesn't look like he has a disability and then someone could go up to him and be like, I don't know, like just, just say something to him and it would then spook yeah. him. So I don't know. I mean, he's changed a lot. I mean, when Josh was 11, he was completely different. He was definitely way naughtier. Um, so, I mean, you never know. I mean, the, the way he walks, so he might even 
stop doing that as he gets older because Josh was very big on the whole sensory thing when he was younger mm. and it kind of just phased out like he'd always just like be in a chair and like rock his head back and forth and like yeah he's definitely stopped that um but yeah it's it's hard it's definitely hard um mm. and so you have a page like Aura yes you so that? Yeah, so basically I um, run Autism Siblings Ireland Mm -hmm. and this all came about when um, what we have is transition year in secondary school Mm -hmm. here in Ireland and it's a year where you don't actually do exams. You kind of do all like um, classes and say like enterprise and, you know, like home ec, woodwork, those kind of things. You kind of more develop into those for like going out into the world and working and stuff. Mm -hmm. So when we came out to Enterprise, we were allowed to create this business, a company, whatever we wanted. And I came up with the idea of doing something for siblings. Such a good Yeah, so that's kind of how that all came about. And I've been running it ever since. Like I started that when I was 16 and I'm 29. I'm still running it. Yeah. Um, So from that, I have a blog where, you know, I aim to just try and give as much information and services and an insight into my life so that hopefully in turn it'll help other siblings like myself mm. I, you know I want it to be um an outlet just for siblings to come if they're lost if they're mm-hmm. confused if they don't have answers to give them resources to give them mm-hmm. the help that they need because I know when Dean got his diagnosis I didn't I had nowhere to go mm. there was nothing really there for siblings and I felt like hello I'm here can mm-hmm. I have can somebody help me like I have questions mm-hmm. too just like my mom and my dad did Mm. And so that's kind of when I decided to come up with Autism Siblings Ireland is because I wanted to help siblings just like myself. It's amazing. I mean, the fact that you were 16 as well. Wow. Because that's how I kind of came up with this is the fact that I just felt so alone and that I didn't know anyone who had a sibling with autism or special needs. And it definitely does help, doesn't it? It makes you feel much more at ease with your life and just talking to other people and hearing people's stories. What have you found yeah. to be the most like rewarding thing? Do you talk to people a lot then? I have actually met, even friends that I have to this day, I've actually met them and I've talked to them because of Autism Siblings Ireland. Oh. Do you know, like even in college, I remember there was a girl in my, um, actually my, I do social care practice and she's doing my course and she came up to me and she's like, I saw the, um, that you have a page on Ireland and then she was like, I have two brothers with autism as well and yeah. we're friends to this day. It started a conversation for us. Yeah, so I found like I've gained a lot of friends through it. I found a community that I can be part of. It's amazing. And that I can, yeah, and I can turn to for advice. I can turn to if I'm having a bad day, you know, and they just, they get it. There's just people there that understand it, mm-hmm. you know. And I think too, what I've learned through um, setting up this is that, you know, having a, spe- a sibling with special needs is one of the most rewarding experiences. And mm-hmm. just talking to other siblings like myself and them being like, oh today my brother did this and oh my sister did that and then you being like yes go you and having that kind of community to like understand how big of a milestone is you know yeah yeah Whereas if you went to somebody who didn't have a sibling's special needs they'd be like oh well yeah my brother did that like two years ago they yeah, wouldn't understand yeah. how important it is mm-hmm. so it's really just it's just such a nice positive outlet that I have to talk to people it's amazing you know it's honestly it's so good I'm and in terms of so is it full-time do you do it full-time Obviously, you're um, still. Do you, does it take up a lot of your time? Um, not really. Like the best thing about it is that I enjoy doing it, so I never feel like it's work or something that I have to do, or you know, like oh, I have to do this even. I kind of just I do because I enjoy doing it. Um, I wouldn't say I do full time. It'd be more so part time because I am, as you said, in college and stuff. Um, but like 
any like free day I have, I'll be like writing up a new blog. I'll be posting things, you know, and I actually am enjoying it. So very it, nice. It doesn't ever feel like work, you know. Have you done any meetups? Um, no, I haven't done meetups, but I am in a few group chats, and you know, I have a few people that I like with message and stuff. And I suppose hopefully once lockdown is over, we can get to that point of being able to actually meet up and everything. Mm. Um, but as of right now, I haven't. No. And are they all in Ireland? More no, less. which is the best thing. They're all all over the world. That's yeah, um, it's great that way because every country obviously has like different services and different systems. So we always, I'm constantly learning about how other countries, um, how they offer their services and what they do. Like there's um, this one girl that is over in Russia even. Wow. And, yeah, and like Ireland would be a lot more forward than how she feels there in Russia. Like autism is still not very accepted where she is. <gasps> so. Oh yeah and she's learned that through her younger brother and I suppose that's opened my eyes to another what, aspect what, of that. what happened what's it like um like he just like she said like it's very hard to go out in public because he's just not really accepted like everybody always has something to say has a well, look like you her they'd say something yeah like she yeah. says it's a lot it's like I suppose it's worse the way people come across over there. Like, you know, like her brother may be stopped from even going into shops because it's just... Joking. Yeah, like having a disability over there is just... It's so hard. It's not as accepting as here. Yeah, so it's so good for her to have, like, the few people that we have in that group chat to talk and be able to put that out because it's obviously... I couldn't even imagine how frustrating that is for her to have to deal with that. So I suppose, you know, she at least she has somewhere to come that she can put all that frustration out and we can help her as much as we can, you know, stay positive and stay, you know, um, think forward for her little brother, like, you know, as much as she can. But she's like an amazing sister, you know, and I've been so lucky because of it because I've met so many other amazing siblings and we've all been able to share advice and stories and resources. And it's just it's helped me and my brother in that way as well. That's amazing. Honestly, that's literally amazing. That's what I would just love to do to just connect with people all over the yeah. world. And in terms of resources you say, in what in what kind of sense? Um so like for my brother growing up, like he would have gone through um so like kind of like the social care sector really like say with like um uh early intervention, occupational therapy, speech therapy. And I because I went through that with him, I decided I want to go into the social care sectors, which I am doing social care practice. Oh wow, well, that's amazing. Because yeah, because um, I found growing up too that we had to fight a lot for the services that he needed mm. because there were so many so many kids are fighting for the same thing and there's only mm. so many hours and so much people that they can put out to help. And so I was like, I could be one extra person in that sector being able to offer myself to help other kids that they would have, like Dean would have needed. Um, so seeing that fight and that struggle really just was like, I'm going to get in there and I'm going to help as best as I can. So like resources and stuff then with like talking to other siblings, it's like, um, oh, I found this blog post of activities if you think it might be any good. Or like, I um, I heard this is running where you live near, maybe might be something of interest for you and your sibling. Like literally little things like that, that I would never have thought I'd come across. They were like sharing it. So I'd, I'm love, constantly I'd love for you to share it with me. I'd love to, I'd love to see. Well, I'll absolutely, I'll add you, absolutely yeah. after this, I'll add you to the group chats and you can get in and get involved. Like, I'd love it's, that. That's so nice. Yeah, it's oh. wonderful. Like, and um, in terms of the future, do you ever? I do. You have any other siblings? I have one other sibling. Um, he's two, and he's in the middle. That's so nice. You have another sibling to kind of yeah. share any anxieties you may have. 
I'm definitely oh, absolutely. envious of yeah. that for sure. And I guess like, I, I was just really worried about what's going to happen in the future. And I think to know that there's not only people like you who have done such amazing things, but also the fact that you are sharing resources as well, because that is the most important thing because yeah. just to know that like, you know, for example, like Josh is going to a college and then after that, it's like what we, we don't know what's going to happen, but like to hear other stories and then to know that like, Oh, well we did this or, you know, like it, yeah, it definitely it- will help. Yeah, it gives you a lot of positivity and encouragement to keep going and to keep fighting and to keep helping as best you can. Exactly. You know, it's really inspiring stuff. It's really important. I think that's arguably the most important, really. Mm. It's so easy to dwell on the bad things, isn't it? But you just have to keep positive. And do you have any kind of tips for anyone who's listening who may be struggling, apart from obviously look on your amazing blog? (laughs) Um, I definitely would recommend reaching out to whoever you can, whether it be a parent, a sibling, a friend, um, even myself. If you kind of meet autism siblings, Ireland, I'd happily talk to you. Like if there is a time where you feel like you're struggling, because sometimes I feel like with siblings, when we see how hard um, our siblings special needs have it, we almost don't want to go to our parents with our problems. We almost don't no. want to make a big deal out of little things, you know, but like, I definitely would recommend, like, you have to take your feelings into consideration. What you're feeling is real and you're feeling it. And it's not any way less than a struggle that your sibling special needs having. So I, it's so important to talk and to know that you're not alone, that there's a lot of siblings out there that are going through exactly what you're going through. And if you just reach out, you, you know, you reach out to me, like, mm-hmm. I will help you the best I can. Mm-hmm. So that would be my one advice is never um, push your feelings aside or push what you're going through aside because it's just as important. And it's not something to just be, um, you know it's not just gonna go away if you're like oh I'm fine I don't have any struggles like he does like it's not you you know you do need to talk about it and deal with it as best you can no you're right so and especially yeah. with the coronavirus and everything and just being at home I think a lot of people need this don't they I mean yeah most people are still at home they're you know with their siblings they've been with their siblings 24 7 and of course that's also an amazing thing I mean like Josh has just been heaven you know he's helped in my room and He's, he's loving decorating at the moment and like he's, oh, he's, he's such a dream um he's also just so funny like random things that he does like I just love do you have any funny story um oh my brother like he has this look in his eyes when he's about to do something he knows he shouldn't like, I, like I, know that I know that look yeah. he like looks and you just know or you're like what are you gonna do and it's always he loves he loves playing with water whatever it is he just loves playing with water so what he'll sometimes do is he'll go outside and he'll hide around the corner with like a bottle of water or like a water balloon or something and he'll call you. But he'd be like, Freya, Freya, come help. And I'm like, we're not thinking, oh my God, what's happened? And he just gets me right in the face. No, or, yeah, like, oh, like that's something I've noticed a lot like with lockdown is like I'm when he gets bored, he's like, I'm going to cause some trouble. I'm going to so have a bit of fun. And also you can't really be annoyed if like, because it's quite no. a cute way of doing it as well. It's like, I like I love it because I, at least I'm making memories with them and we're getting to have like that little moment you know yeah. and it's just so lovely to see him in like you know wanting to have that little moment with me you know being like I'm gonna have, go have fun with Freya now like and actually yeah. doing that like I you can't get mad at him you're right you can't because it's just so nice to have those moments with them. Oh, he sounds really sweet I know what you mean you <laughs> want him to grow up like the thing is so Josh that he's still like mentally like and even though he's nearly 20 for some reason he just looks younger I don't know yeah I, yeah he, I think he'll always be like my little 
angel I think even when he's like 40 he'll still be well you know I don't think it can. yeah like I, we've gotten to the point where like we're shaving my brother's mustache like he's I'm, actually grown wow. and it's gotten so bad I'm like mom I don't want it no I don't want I don't want to see it happen I don't want to hear it I don't know <laughs> he's still baby it's not there oh I can't I oh, did, mom does be laughing at me because I'm like you swear like he was my child I'm like no he's my baby forever oh okay. yeah. <laughs> well it's just been so lovely and I'm so happy we connected and we'll definitely stay in touch for sure. And I'd love to be added to your group. I need to make it. Yes, I'll definitely be adding you after this. (laughs) So it was lovely speaking to you. Thank you so much for doing this. I feel like it's been such a long time coming. Thank you so much for having me. I really appreciate it. And just for if anybody wants to get in touch, I'm Autism Siblings Ireland on Instagram, Twitter and Facebook. (laughs) Maybe we can join forces and do like a little Aura Autism Siblings Ireland meetup. I think we definitely should. Absolutely, that would be great. I'd love that. So fun. <laughs> both, our, both our communities merging. Yes. Yeah. But um, yeah, and just have a lovely evening and we will chat soon. Definitely. Thank you. Bye. Bye. Well, a special woman. I'm so happy we finally connected. Please feel free to follow her on Autism Siblings Island and join us next week as I cross the Atlantic to chat to Mia about her brother John. Hello.